What's going on, world? Jack of all spades, CLT. Back like a toxicology report. Mm. And the results are in. All the man them today, we're toxic free. <laughs> I am the beloved one, DJ Spellman. To my left, we have the pride of Africa, Ken Wabibi. It's the pride of Africa, Ken Wabibi. Shout out Uganda. Shout out Uganda. One time for Uganda. Mm-hmm. Send it off on the right. The boy, Banks on the Beat. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Blue Water Banks, Banks on the Beat. Fat Boy Tires, all that. 3700. Banks and Boulevard, the hub. And today, our special guest likes to drink and chill. <laughs> we have the one and only Mez. Yep. What's going on, brother? What's up, bro? What's going on? Appreciate y'all having me. Hey, man. Yeah, you know, it's a yeah. show for show, man. Yeah. People check in. Definitely. Mez drinks and chill. Feature Jack of all spades. So now we had to bring you on for our joint. It's long overdue. Oh, 100%. 100%. Mm-hmm. I, I appreciate y'all shouting me out, too. Like, that's how we um, ended up linking. Because y'all do y'all shout outs. And then somebody tagged Oh, no. One of y'all tagged me. Or somebody sent it to me. Like, yo, do y'all know? I'm like, I don't know them. But I'm going to rock with them now. I started rocking with y'all. And then I reached out to the DM. And I think I ended up talking to YBB. I was like, we got to, you know, cross-collaborate. Yeah, no doubt. It's all love, man. That's what we hear. That's the, one of the messages here at Jack of All Speeds, man. We show love, man. Yeah, Bigging up the definitely. community. Yeah. We're actually taking a step further because we're paying homage by drinking today because we don't usually <laughs> do this either, right? 100%. True, true. 100%. <laughs> Cheers to that, man. Right? Cheers. 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 Mm-hmm. Now, now, first and foremost, we always give our guests their flowers to start the show off, man. So uh, for you, mm-hmm. you're an East Sider. Right. By the way, of Fordham Road, right? The BX, right? R.I.P. Big Pun. I gotta say that. Yeah, definitely. You know, you a creator, videographer, producer, podcast host. Med drinks and chill. If you don't already know, yeah. coming up on two years of doing that. Um, you're a seven. husband now. Yeah. Your father. Facts. Former party promoter. Not former. Okay. Well, the, the live show's coming soon, so that's oh, part of it. August seventh. Party promoter. Yeah. You know. Featured in Retrian Diaspora Network. Yep. Okay. And retired cox- toxic masculinist. <laughs> That's a fact. You know, we had to That's put that fact. on there. Yeah. Um, you know, talk to us about this this rundown we just gave him. I mean, that's pretty much a good summary. Like, I just was trying to get active with anything possible. Like, that's, you know, just creating something to where I could build it on. Like, from parties to street DVDs to everything. Even... And matter of fact, that plug that y'all did, y'all been on my podcast, which is, and we did the episode Toxic Masculinity, which mm-hmm. was a dope episode. I had a lot right. of good feedback on that. So, but yeah, basically it's just me, you know, Charlotte was missing a lot of stuff as far as like when I'm talking about the street DVD stuff, I'd go to a venue like a, a showcase and it'd be a thousand people signing up to rap or sing. Mm-hmm. But then you look around, you're like, yo, who's doing the video work? Like who's doing the interviewing? Like, and there'd right. be nobody doing that. So I'm like. I see that's missing. That's what I'm going to do. And that's usually what I try to do. Like, whatever is missing, that's what I'm going to go for. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, most folks know you from the uh, promoting days, right? Yeah. From soccer tournaments to Rose Bar in D.C., Derma Lounge in Charlotte City, Suzuka, uh Apostrophe. Right. So what can people expect from those functions? Just a good time, really. Um, and usually it's a good vibe. Like, it's most of the people at my parties, we know each other one way or another. Mm-hmm. And then I also try, like, if y'all came to my party, I would link y'all with other people to the point where everybody becomes family. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that way, there's no, like, literally out of my years of throwing parties, I probably only had, like, maybe three fights. At, or, and I'm talking about, like, good. 10 years of partying. Because people actually rock with the person. It's like they're coming. Like, you know, cheers. Like, you, you want to go where somebody knows. <laughs> yeah. That's really how it is. Like, you yeah. come to my party and everybody pretty much knows each other. Everybody respect each other. 
And then if they really rock with the person throwing the party, they're less likely to act up. 100%. Yeah, right. 100%. So, so what's the mark or legacy you felt you left in that promoting world? Just a vibe, really, like a different vibe. Mm-hmm. And you come to my parties, we weren't really, we were just really about having fun. It ain't more like people want to come in and sparkle sections and stuff, but our parties were like, yo, you coming in, come to the bar, take shots with us. Yeah. Have a good time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But that's pretty much it. Okay. So what's the wildest party story? <laughs> Boy, you see the look away. <laughs> well, give us a couple know. of them. I don't know. Whatever you got time for, you know. Statues of limitations might not be up on some of those. But um and I don't want to mess. Just probably anytime there were fights though, it really got bad. Mm. So it's times where Oh, matter of fact, the worst thing I could say though is like how North Carolina runs it with the ALE. Like how they could just come in and shut your party down. Yep. They can find whatever they want to shut you down. That to me is a wild thing. Like maybe y'all. What's LA? What's ALE? It's like pretty much like the, you know how they have the gun department. They yeah. have like that's just for alcohol basically. Oh okay, I got so it. So they oh, shut down. Okay. They come in and be like, um, these bottles aren't regulated, or whatever, and shut your party down. Oh, and literally, okay. could stop the music, just shut down your party. Mm. And that happens. But if you're in bounds, sometimes you can still be in bounds, but they'll just hold you up. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they shut it down or they let you continue. But now the vibe is dead because the yeah. music's been stopped for 30 minutes and people are like, man, I'm not going to sit around. I'm out of here. Going home. Right, yeah. right. Or go to another party. Oh, yeah, that hurt. Yeah, they're just being assholes, basically. Yeah. Okay, so lessons happen in all industries, right? So mm-hmm. what are some of the things you learned that helped you transition into Men's Drinks and Chill podcast? And everything you've done can affect you, good or bad. Like, but I try to use it to the good, like how I told you I was throwing parties. So when I transitioned into throwing, I mean, like shooting videos or DVDs, I would bring everything in together, which also in turn brings it up to the podcast. So now when I'm doing my podcast, I could bring former rappers or, mm-hmm. you know, I just it builds connections because you're in like literally four or five different worlds. And then when you do your party, it all comes in. Like it all really can, you can put everything together. You could tie it in. Okay. All right. So... Along with that, we got to shout you out for being a fellow creative, holding stuff down in the city out here. Um, Thank you. But we got to let you talk your shit as well. So you got to tell us what separates you from other creatives in the podcast space out here in Charlotte. Just me. Like, it's really about who you are. Like, for instance, if you t- you can, right now, if you want to find something about, you hear a shooting, right? Every news channel is going to probably talk about it, right? Exactly. But you're going to go to the one you rock with. So it's really the person. You get what I'm saying? So uh, it might sound a little like cocky, but it's really right, just the shit, person. Like, talk this shit. But you know what I'm saying? So it's really who you are that people rock with. Mm. So I always try to, you know, just live by that. Like make sure I always give 100% on that. Yeah, being authentic. Facts. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you'll drop an entire season in your podcast at one time, right? Mm-hmm. What's the play behind that? Because everybody else kind of does things a little bit different. That's exactly, you just said it. Like, everybody does it a certain way, and I just want to separate myself to where if somebody's dropping one episode that day, there's a few reasons, so that's one of them, right? Right. But if you're dropping one episode that day, but I'm hitting you with five, I mean, I'm really going to oversaturate it to the point where they're going to listen to that, but then when they listen to a few ep- my, my episodes, I'm not talking about y'all, I'm just talking no, about no, 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 that. <laughs> All right, that's sound. Right. Let me clear that up. All right, so, but when you do that, you know, they got five options, and then... You're also looking at it like I might be talking about five different things in that episode. If you listen to one, it's just to grab you. Like if I give you five options, you might pick the one and you're like, 
I like that last episode. Let me check out another one. And then another True. reason why was because I knew I wasn't going to be able to do consistently like every Friday. So I'm about consistency. So if I can't give you something consistently, I'm going to do it in my way. So it's like seasonal. Like I knew I wasn't going to be able to drop every Friday. So I said, I'm going to just drop whenever I can. Like that way, you don't expect nothing. Like when you get it, you get it. That type's. You know Element I mean? of surprise. Yeah. So was this like the same? You started off this way? Yeah. I started, oh, okay. That was my idea. Like, um, I said it on one of the things. Really, um, it was a Nipsey Hustle song. Uh-huh. Aha. Um, the alcohol's already in. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, the line said, "Before you run your race, you gotta find your pace. Mm. Just make sure you cross the line and fuck the time it takes." Mm. So that I was like, "Oh shit, I gotta find my pace." And I knew I was like, "Oh, seasonal." Like I just brainstorming. I was like, "I gotta do it seasonal." That was my pace because I knew I couldn't do something every Friday. Right. Word. Well, for, before we get to this transition, yeah. you you referenced it. So the black label street DVD. Yeah. Let's let's not let that go over people's head. Break that down, man, because the research team seen a copy of it. Yeah. And liking it to smack DVDs. Yeah. So was that the the genesis of it? Right. Basically, because at that time it was a whole bunch of DVDs out, and then Charlotte just had, like I said, I would go to showcase. Like my homeboy used to rap. Oh, well, he still rap, but he was like. Come check me out. And when I went, my brain is always working to the point where it's like, so I get there, and like I said, there's a bunch of rappers, but nobody's doing anything else. Like, there's no, there's no like uh, videographers, there's nobody doing interviews. There's no, so when I brought, came out there with a the camera, everybody was dying to jump in front of the camera. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, I got something. Mm. And I literally had no clue. I never did any video, never did editing, nothing. I just was like, I got a passion, I'm gonna do it. And we did it. So what yeah. question though? So you see, you did no editing. So who edited your film? You, you we heard, did it. Yeah. You it like if you, no bullshit. Like when I look back at some of my editing, it was me and my homeboy, right? Yeah. I'd be like, damn, we were trash, but like <laughs> there was nothing to compare it to yeah, at the time. So, so okay, people yeah, were like, but it was like real guerrilla style. So like it still had like because sometimes you might think something's bad, but just exactly. when you put it out there, people gravitate to it because it's different. Mm. But you know, that's I'm always about. I'm jumping the water, and then I'm gonna either swim it. Or sink. Yeah. Most of the time you're gonna swim though if you really want to. Yeah, facts. Yeah. Nah, fuck with that. Yeah. All right, so we gotta take it back to, to one of your IG posts. So this comes from February of 2019. It said, Y'all ever be thankful for how your parents raised you? Yeah. So speak about your upbringing, and it's a two part question. Speak about your upbringing first, then talk about how you want that statement to be true for your son. My up, yeah, so for that post, like, you know, sometimes when you're growing up, the lessons you learn, it might not make sense when you're young. You're like, my, my parents hating. Like, why they didn't want me to have a good time? But, you know, when you grow up and you start looking back at it, like, yo, thank God. That's how it was. But um, the reason I'm thankful for that, because the way you're raised is really with everything you do. Like, any business I do, it's always about morals, standards. Like, I don't bullshit nobody. I ain't, you ain't never got to worry about me doing nothing foul, sneaky. But that's because of my upbringing. Like, you just got to be a man of your word. You stand on whatever you do. So, and then, of course, I want that for my son or any of my kids. Like, I only have one kid, but hopefully to have more. But that's going to be in all of them because yeah. it just goes with you through life in everything you do. Hey, message. That's a fact. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For sure. Mm. Now, we know that traveling is your thing. Mm -hmm. uh, so, what are the top spots you've been to and what are the some places you're trying to hit up? Of course, my country, Eritrea. Shout out to all my Eritreans. Shout um, out. That's East Africa. Um Barcelona, I love. Um, Cuba, Cuba was dope. Mm. Uh, what else? Um, uh, Amsterdam was cool. 
I don't like the way this. I don't let me not say. I don't like the way the city looks, <laughs> but the vibe is dope. Like you go, literally, we were walking down a red light district, and it's weird to see like women just sitting there like butt naked in the windows, and like it's you can just go in there and do whatever you want with them. Weed is legal. Um, what else? We have Italy is dope. Boy, you've been to a lot of places, bro. Yeah, nah, I love traveling, bro. <laughs> love it. Um, Dominican Republic, that's cool. But where I want to go next, um, I want to go somewhere in Asia. Okay. I wouldn't mind going to Japan. Mm. What was the weed like in Amsterdam? Good. <laughs> Good weed there. Straight Good to it. You know, that's what everybody yeah. want to know. Yeah. Like Good weed Amsterdam. there. Uh, so we're all about hip hop and culture here at Jack of All Spades. Mm-hmm. Um, so Nipsey was in your first IG post. Right. Um, you have the same roots. Uh, talk about the impact that had on you as a proud Eritrean. 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 Shout out to the alcohol. Nah, but that's that's we we blame everything on alcohol. That's why we we got a scapegoat. But um, first of all, like you're already proud Eritrean, right? Yeah. That just instilled in you off jump, yeah. But we never had somebody to represent us. Yeah. So and especially someone who's really like. He's like the epitome of what an Eritrean is. Like, everything he stands on is morals, principles. The same shit that I was just telling y'all about, right? Yeah. So when you see that being your representation, is dope. But, um, yeah, like, it's, that's just the dope thing to see. Like, somebody who really stands on and is really cut from that same cloth. Now, I know I'm probably going to butcher this next word, but I'm going to try it. But can you uh, introduce our listeners to the Habesha culture? The Habesha culture? Yes. That's like um, certain, Erit- well, most Eritreans and Ethiopians, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just almost like, if I could give you an analogy for it, it's like um, how like a you would look at a Puerto Rican and a um, Dominican as Hispanic. Gotcha. In a sense, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. But it's just, a, it's just like a culture, like similar. We damn near eat the same food, same vibe. You couldn't tell us apart by looking at us, that type of thing. Like but it's like a Semitic, huh? Like cousins. Basically, okay. yeah. Basically, yeah. I'm about to say, because I, I, I could run with a few Africans myself. Can you include a Sudan in, the, in that family as well or no? I've, to be honest, 100%, I don't think so. But I'm actually crazy because I was born in Sudan. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. yeah, because there was a war going on in Eritrea at the time. Yeah, the and we my, my family fled and I was actually born in Sudan. Oh, yeah, wow. and then my pops hit a lottery, a visa lottery. Hey. On some, yeah. That's and the dope. crazy thing is this homeboy who wanted to play the lottery, right? And he, <laughs> my pops would be like, yo, just relax. When the war is over, we're going to go right back to the country next door, like yeah. Eritrea. And then he told him one day, his friend was like, yo, just come with me and help me fill out the paperwork. Because at the time, my pops spoke, wrote English, all that. So he's filling out the paperwork, helping him out. And then he puts his name down and does it. He hits it. The friend didn't hit it? Nah. Well, he, <laughs> did, he, did, he did like years down the line. Yeah, okay, okay. But we ended up getting a sponsor. Well, my parents ended up getting a sponsorship to... New York City, and we ended up staying in a hotel for like three, four months mm. in Manhattan, and then they moved us to the Bronx, like with other Eritrean families. Man, so they must do the lottery in all countries in Africa, because even in Congo, they have the lottery as well, too. Yeah. You get the lottery and come over to the exactly. States. Mm. But the lottery could be anywhere. Oh, our, our sponsor just happened to be in New York. In New York, gotcha, yeah. Because gotcha. there's some people who go to Europe. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. You can go anywhere. You can land anywhere, anywhere. I'm talking about anywhere. <laughs> and we just happened to be in New York City. That's dope. Damn, that's fly. Yeah, Give me that message out there. People like a <laughs> little, little history, let y'all know some things, man. Yeah. Played a lot of. <laughs> <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> All right, so in a, another post, you've said you don't want the whole, you don't want a piece of the pie. Mm-hmm. You want the recipe. So speak fact. on that. Speak on that. Like I was telling y'all, August 7th with my live show. Yeah. 
most of the time we throw parties, you get the door maybe, a percentage of the door. You might work out a percentage of the bar. You look at it, you're like, bro, I just brought 200 people in here, and you're giving me a portion of it. Even though I understand it's your building, it's your, you brought the liquor and all that, but eventually I'm like, wait, I could do this. Like, I want the whole thing. I don't want to split with you. Mm. So that's why, like, for August 7th, every everything I'm putting into it is mine also. Mm. So that was my whole thing. Like, everything is about... I want it to be mine. I don't want to share it with y'all. Like, I mean, I will. Don't get it twisted. I'll share, it, but you got to put in your work too. You get what I mean? But you got to be just as passionate about it as you are. Because yeah. most folks will be just as passionate about your idea because it's your idea. Yeah. Yeah. So I understand that that yeah. whole that whole way. And it's just you know how we are. Like, yeah. A lot of times, even with black culture, like we bring, we do all the legwork, right? Mm-hmm. And then they they uh, here yeah, you go. Here's a little that. something to you know I me. Mean? But yeah. in a lot of times, since we don't have anything, we take it like, oh shit. He done made a million dollars, but he might have gave me 50 grand. And you're like, yo, yeah. 50 grand? Nigga. It's a lot of money. There's not a lot of money. Exactly. You don't see the, and the big Exactly. Mm-hmm. When you're looking at the big picture, nigga, you give me a piece of the pie, but you got a whole 75% left of that pie. Mm-hmm. And I deserve it. Like, yeah. even if not the whole thing, because if, if we're partners, I understand that. But I can do it myself is my whole thing with that. Man, so, just just from yeah. the roots that you had, man, I hear Nipsey talking through you right, right now. I mean, that's like, really all no, of us, though. Yeah, that's, I hear it. Yeah. Like he always talked about that ownership, and yeah. you know, like you said, why why jump and get happy over a piece when you yeah. done did all the legwork? But that's literally like my pops was on that from the jump. Like you can do it yourself, and that's why I wasn't big on school. Like I don't want to discredit anybody who's into the whole school thing and everything, but you can do anything you want on your own. Hundred percent, man. School yeah. just teaches you like discipline and the social aspect. I mm-hmm. get that stuff, but when the last time you used trigonometry? I ain't even take trigonometry. Like, <laughs> Punnett square. What are we saying? Punnett square, like any of this stuff, <laughs> exactly. like Pythagorean theorem. You like, bro? I remember it. I learned it. I understand it. But it's like this shit was a waste of my time, in a sense. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. unless you're going to school for like to be a doctor, lawyer, something. But right. I went for communication. I'm like, bro. I've been communicating my whole life. Like, <laughs> I mean, but if you're doing the school thing, do your thing. I'm not knocking that. Do yeah, your thing. Up. Look, as an educator, yeah. big up yeah. all the people <laughs> doing the school sure. thing. Because entrepreneurship is not for everybody. Yeah. No, it's not. Yeah. Nah. It's not. Say that, yeah. man. You need some it's workers. Facts, yeah. yeah. Nah, man, I got I to gotta shout out this boy. Um, we actually had a Zoom not too long ago. But uh, Mickey Facts, man, he and his freestyle, yeah. um, he did for EYL. So earn your leisure, big up to them. They like the big homies for what we're trying to do as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Mickey said... Um, formal education will get you a portion. Self education will make you, you know, a fortune. Hell yeah! And it's, that's that's, that's so true. Yeah, it's so true. And even if you don't get like, to me, it's not even about the money. It's about me. I could wake up today and be like, I'm not going. To, I'm gonna go to my son's game. I'm not the doing that. Freedom. Nothing. Yeah. 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 Yo, you know what used to kill me? Putting in a vacation request. <laughs> and then he risked me like, Yo, you can't nah, take can't these take days it. off. I'm like, Yo, bro, I need to go see my grandmother. Like. Yeah, and that shit like I was trying to go back home in 2007, and I literally had to negotiate with my manager about me taking time off to go see my grandmother in Africa. That shit killed me, bro. Mm. Like it killed me. I'm like, and he's like, nah, I don't think I can give you the time. I really wanted to choke him, <laughs> but it's like, can't see my grandma. Yeah, yeah but it's like, yo, you know what? It ain't even your fault. It's my fault that you mm. have that hold on me. Right. Damn. So. Now that don't let that go over your head, people. Like, yeah. even though let's let's like we'd be remiss if we didn't say this. Everybody's not built to be an entrepreneur, yeah. But that freedom, facts. That's, mm-hmm. that's what it's about. Yeah, yeah. No doubt, no doubt, yeah. man. But shoot, we didn't reach that time, man. Nah. It's the the favorite segment of Jack of All Space Nation. They call it Top Five Dead or Alive. Shout out Jada. Shout out Sheep. Yeah. 
Come on, Styles. David Styles at that, my namesake. Yeah. So, Mez, who are the top five individuals that you would want to interview on your podcast? Of course, dead or alive. Rappers? Anybody. 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 Oh, anybody. anybody. Um, Joe Budden. Ooh. And so now, the elaboration. I mean, I just love what he did with it. Like, he literally did it the way it's supposed to be done. I mean, of course, you can give or take some of the fallouts and stuff. That's not, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But yeah. as far as business stands, I fuck with that. And I like, you know, the way he thinks. Um, Joe Rogan, because he's top one of the top dudes in the podcasting. Um, you said dead or alive? Yeah. Oh, Nipsey, for sure, is in there. Um it's not in the order, right? No, nah, no, it's your top five. So, um, in no order, yeah. Joe, Joe Rogan, Joe Budden, Nipsey, Jay Z, Rihanna. Watch it. I know. You're right. I mean, shit. That's the. That's literally entrepreneurship, and you could just learn so much from him. And you know, he don't do too many interviews, so he knows. that would be dope to have him. And then Rihanna, I'd love to have Rihanna on the show. Now why? Why? why, why? <laughs> I mean, she's Rihanna. Back out, back right, out. Yeah, that's Rihanna. That's Riri. She, I think she's one of the dopest ever, bro. Like, no, I know women hate to hear it, but I think she's better than Beyonce. Uh, look, don't let Jay yeah. hear that. Might lose that Yeah. You want? You want? You trying know, to get right? another elevator situation going on? Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely don't want that. He might send salons over. <laughs> But yeah, man. So of course, mm-hmm. shout out all the places that people can find Mez Drinks and Chill. You can find it everywhere. You can just Google it. But um, we on Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, Deezer. Like just Google it. But you know, Mez Drinks and Chill. You can find me on Instagram. My personal page is Mez Black Label, and then the Instagram page is Mez Drinks and Chill. But follow. I follow back. I support whatever people are doing. I appreciate y'all for having me on the show. Man, no doubt. Of course. You know I mean? of course. Can so, you tell us a little bit more about your uh, your event you come to the live yeah. podcast? Yeah. So basically, it's really just a live show, and um, it's going to be the same format as how I do my podcast. I'll probably bring my reoccurring guests on there, just have like maybe 10, 15 minutes per guest, and then pretty much it. Just my first, it's going to be the two year anniversary, too. Crazy okay. thing is with the um, anniversary, I thought my anniversary was like later in August, right? Mm-hmm. So for my one year anniversary, I was gonna drop a season, and then in August, the beginning of August, and then an episode for my one year anniversary. I accidentally dropped the season, literally accidentally, on my first year uh, anniversary. Oh, shit. Hmm. So then this time I was like, I gotta do a live show. I go and I, I'm, I needed to check for August because I'm like somewhere in August at least I could do. The only date he had open for that venue was August 7th, which is my two-year anniversary. Oh, shit. So I'm like, right. man, this shit working. Yeah. yeah. Are we, we announcing that location yet? Mm, when, when does this drop? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it drop before August 7th? I think so. Yeah, before August 7th. So Banquet 1. Banquet 1? Yeah. Okay. Banquet 1. Yeah. That's uh-huh. a good question right there, Banks. Yeah. <laughs> Put some pressure on YBB. All right, so we got, <laughs> we got the podcast. We got mm-hmm. live shows part of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else? What can people expect from you? Because you you definitely have solidified yourself in the city. Yeah. And, I, you know, we just want to be a part of whatever you got going on. Let people know. I got a T-shirt brand also called Kiss Me, I'm African. Okay. And um, you can find that. You can check my Instagram. I just got it revamped. Matter of fact, the other day, what y'all doing? Y'all live podcast is who printed my shirts. Exactly. Shout out yeah. to Eric. Okay. And yeah. he's yeah, he's he always holds me down. Like anything, anytime, 
I even threw him alley-oops with the people hit me up like, yo, where you get your shirt? I sent him his number, yeah. but that's what it's about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Especially. That's my cousin, man. No way. Yeah. No doubt. It's my oh, cousin. I didn't know that. <laughs> see, see how big up DRC. <laughs> connected, right? Yeah. That's crazy, man. That's what y'all doing, y'all live show. Yes, what we doing yes, that. Mm -hmm. Family ties. So, yeah, Family ties. that's how it be. And so, that's really how what life is about, just connecting. Mm -hmm. All right, so kiss me, I'm African shirts on the yeah. way. Yeah, so any of my Africans or anybody who wants to represent it, uh, hit me up on Instagram, and I got them in all sizes, men and females. So, right. Oh, excuse me, women, because I know we can't be toxic can't and be call toxic. them females. <laughs> <laughs> right. So what so, you're saying is the T-shirts are gender neutral? Basically, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> right. Unisex you see shirts. How, yeah, unisex shirts. <laughs> right. All right, so Jack of All Space Nation, you heard the wise words of Mez. So Mez Black Label for the mm -hmm. personal, Mez Black uh, Mez Drinks and Chill mm -hmm. for the podcast. Yep. Live show coming soon, yep. like the theater. Yeah. I got one more question. Go ahead. Mez, you got any questions for DJ since you missed it? Oh, your heck yeah. Hey, hold on. Time out. So <laughs> yeah. I heard the episode, right? Yeah. And I heard, you know, DJ got some, had some toxic. That's where I was going. And I'm like, yo, we, we got to leave that in the past, yo. So when I heard that, I was like, oh, I can't wait to see DJ. <laughs> yeah, so come on, we might as well look. It's yeah, the show for sure. I did miss it, so what, what's but up? But we all did. Like, that's the thing. Like, I remember somebody was saying, you should go back and delete all your old tweets. But I'm like, for what? Like, because when we do that, we're acting like, we're perfect, right. bro. Yeah, we, I look back at some of the stuff I wrote on Facebook. I'm like, I can't believe I used to think like that. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? But that's what growth is about. 100%. If you're still holding me to who I was back then, what was that Muhammad Ali saying? Um, a man who is the same person at like age 35 as he is at 50 has wasted all them years of his life type thing. Mm -hmm. exactly. So it's like, bro, allow me to grow. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So how what you're grown now as far as your toxicity <laughs> yes so what were some of the things you did back then that you could be like damn i was toxic you gotta take a sip <laughs> he took a, a big sip too all right baby let me get top five. Before you. top five dead or alive. <laughs> top five dead or alive let me shout out wifey ashley this is before you mm -hmm. nah i mean I'm, it's not even a top five like ybb banks definitely know some of my my times yeah. but it was more so very selfish yeah. i was a very selfish person right so you know, I would do whatever I had to do to get a young lady, yeah. but then just let it drop off once I got you. Yeah. And it's like, that's not fair. So, it's not, yeah. and man, you referenced Muhammad Ali. There's a quote, I believe it's by Bob Marley, and it talked about if you wake up the love in a woman and you don't keep it going, like yeah. you, that's, it's like a, the worst thing you could do. Yeah. And that was me. Like, yeah. I yeah. think we all would, that's yeah. one of the things yeah. a lot of young men do. Yeah. But, but I mean, there's, there's some funny stories. I know uh, if you check in some earlier episodes, the behind the curtains, <laughs> yeah. um, hold tight the Greyhound buses, man. I used to do some crazy <laughs> stuff. I used to do some crazy That's stuff, what man. I was thinking about. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, thank God for growth, right? Hundred percent. Yeah. Pause. Hundred percent. Pause. Toxic yeah. pause. Toxic pause. Yeah. Shout out, Killer. <laughs> yeah, right. But yeah, nah, we we definitely got to do some more stuff moving forward, man. Because. Yeah. Um, of course, people of Jack of All Space Nation, when you listen to this episode, yes. if you haven't already, mm -hmm. go back and follow Mez and listen to that episode mm -hmm. featuring the Pride of Africa, Banks on the Beat, Blue yeah. Water. I wasn't able to make it, but it was a good episode. The topic was was definitely needed in this day and age, mm -hmm. but it's just good synergy with what we're doing, our movement, so we definitely got to do stuff moving forward. Yeah, definitely. I'm always with it. Like in any like anything y'all need from me, I'm there for y'all. Like, same, yeah. same, man. Like, mm -hmm. Yeah, we got some live stuff coming or some segments that we feel like we could tap in with you for exactly. sure. Let's do it. I'm always willing to cross promote <coughs> market. And when's y'all y'all out shows next week? Yeah. Next, next week. week. Mm -hmm. So time? let's let's hold YPB to that. Yeah. This episode is coming mm -hmm. out in August. 
In August. All right. Before before, before your um your joint come out, the episode's yeah. coming out. You hear it live here first. Dope. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, Jack of all Spades Nation, you know what time it is. Mm-hmm. Men's drinks and chill. A pleasure, brother. Like it's the synergy. Like I said, things are gonna be happening between our our movements moving forward. Yeah. But you know where you can find us. IG Jack of all Spades CLT. All the streaming platforms. You know. Especially Breaker, but Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube for the audio individual. Shout out Jay Marlowe. Shout out um, Darius. But today we got Carla, another one of our BB sisters, (laughs) behind the camera today. So we got love. We got love. Appreciate you, Carla. Um, Man, but as always, I'm the beloved one. It's the pride of Africa. Shout out Uganda one more time. Thanks, Blue Water, Fat Boy Tires. And I'm Mez. Shout out to Eritrea. All right, here you go. Now, Jack of All Spades Nation, you know how we close this thing out. Rest in peace, Malik Taylor. If you don't know who that is, it's Fife Dog. One time for a trial called Quest. Tell your mother, tell your father, send a telegram. We out.